This week is new beginning time. Well, that is if you're ready to do something different, rewrite your stories, reflect on your dreams, redo your strategy. This week is really going to ask you, what is that story you're really done with? A shift in your perspective is coming, a shift in which how you look at the world is coming, and we're going to get into all of that and more today. Welcome to Cosmic Rx Radio, a podcast that gives you real-life tools of spiritual empowerment and pure hype. I'm your host and intuitive guide, Maddie Murphy. I'll be serving up your weekly energy readings, cosmic boss interviews, and astro inspiration. Are you ready to love yourself more, manifest your dream life, and own your magic? Let's jump in. So hello there, my cosmic cuties. What is up? It is your girl, Maddie Murphy, with your weekly energy report. This is your digestible, hopefully no BS, but also a little mess, cosmic energy report, astrological rundown, what's happening in the cosmos, how does it affect you, how can you work with the energy to just be your highest, hottest, most aligned, most awesome, most kick-ass self, okay? So how are you? How are we doing? How the hell, I almost dropped an F-bomb in this first like one minute of this podcast, but how the heck are we? Can we just talk about, like, it's wild out there. It's retrograde. It's eclipse season. This is stuff astro nerds are like, whoa, this is, you know, this June is, we're in a cosmic cocktail. We have also some stuff coming up next week and the week after that's going to add to it. When I look around, I'm talking to like, my muggle friends or talking to people at the grocery store. I'm like, how are you living? How are you living? And how do you feel not knowing the context of what's happening around you? And how are you getting through this? Because (laughs) like 10 times a day, I've had like the most range of emotions ever, like ecstatic, happy, joyful, to like angry, disgruntled, angsty, like 90s chick rocker, to just like sad, lethargic, sad baby feelings. And I'm like, hmm, okay, yeah, this is like part of my eclipse medicine. So if I didn't know that, I would just be like, okay, your girl has just become untethered, unhinged. So before we get into all the juiciness of the week ahead, breaking it down, you know I like to make my announcements, my Virgo housekeeping. Then we look at our little recap from the last week. If astrology isn't real, then why does all this shit happen? It's exactly in line with the astrology. And I also want to say happy June, happy Pride Month. Oh, I love all of my LGBTQ cuties, my non-binary finaries. I just am so here for everyone living their most proud, truthful self. I am an aspiring ally always to my girls, guys, gays, and theys. And I just want to say, I salute you. I want to know, especially where are my LGBTQ, you know, healers, astrologers, tarot readers, light workers, conscious entrepreneurs, slide my DMs at I am Maddie Murphy. Say hi. I would love to connect with you, collab. I have some projects I would love to 
pick your brain on, more importantly, pay you for. So (laughs) yay for Pride. I really missed going to Pride Parade last year, 2020. It's just, it's the hoot, it's the best, but it's so important. And just shout out to the people who helped get Pride to this point. I used to live up the road from Stonewall Inn. It's just, it's everything. We are in celebration. We are in complete support of everything that our pride community needs, wants, and deserves, right? Okay, that's my little spiel. I wasn't really expecting to go on that long about it, but I just get fired up in June. I also get angry at all the like rainbow capitalism. Can we talk about that? It's like, that's not allyship. That's marketing, okay? I kind of want to look at the birth chart of like Marsha P. Johnson or Sylvia Rivera and just honor their legacy and do some fun things this month. So if there's anything else that you know, we have some cool interviews dropping, but anything else you want to see here or talk about, or even doing the astrology of the Stonewall in riots, it just helps us understand these like huge historical moments and down with rainbow capitalism. That is my spiel. Okay. We are getting into the other announcements for today. Let's talk. Let's talk Turkey. Our Cosmic Fit Club membership is officially open for enrollment now. As of June 1st through June 15th, we are opening our doors to our Cosmic Fit Club is our private members only little secret society where we gather and we give you all like tools and you know private astrological energy reports and moon reports, but we also do live circles. That's really what it's about. I do a live new moon circle. We do events for the full moon. We have daily, weekly classes with these amazing coaches, facilitators, teachers doing everything from, you know, emotional wellness, mindset work, conscious relationship coaching, intuitive movement, energy healing, you know, you name it. And we have this like chat and we're all connected and we're popping off and we're supporting each other. And it's basically where you want to go if A, you want to connect with other witchy, cosmically curious people in a real way. I get so bucking over how many communities I've tried to join on my spiritual journey that ended up being A, a Facebook group. And I'm like, I'm sorry, but like a place that was created by Mark Zuckerberg does not really feel like where I can thrive in my most mystical metaphysical self. Or it's like a community where you're following one person on social media. That is not a community that is following one person. And that's what we call parasocial interactions, a one-sided relationship. Or I've joined a community and it's basically just like a portal of like access to resources, guides, PDFs, recordings, which is really nice. Don't get me wrong, but that's more of like a library you're accessing. You're not talking to humans. You're not connecting. You're not getting that live support. And, you know, when I, they say like, you know, create the things in life that you want or you wish you had. When I was starting off my spiritual journey, I was just like, what? I felt like, first of all, that I had just lost my damn mind. I also really wanted to connect with other people. I wanted to learn more about spiritual practices, everything from astrology to past life to you know, meditation to sound healing to crystals to tarot. But I couldn't really figure out, you know, it wasn't on one spot. There was nowhere for me to ask questions. And anyone I wanted to work with, it was just so expensive. 
So this is our kind of answer to that question, our solution to that problem. We try to make things accessible, affordable, inclusive, and fun. Just fun, fun, fun. Call it a Cosmic Fit Club. It's like, come work out, you know, your mind, your heart, your spirit with us in a group gathering. We're all about self-care, of course, but we're also about community care. And doing things in a community is so punk rock. It's so rock and roll. It's so anti-capitalist. It is so anti-patriarchal. It is so what the man does not want us to do, which is gather and hype each other up and support each other and barter with each other and be our own little like self-sufficient, self-operating communities. So it's also very rock and roll. And it's $129 for the whole freaking year. So that's like 10, 50, it's like 11, cheaper than 11 bucks a month. It's so insanely cheap. So you can watch the recordings if you can't come to the replays. If you're a total introvert, you can just watch the recordings, pipe in when you need to. It's also not no forced interaction ever. But yeah, there's so much to say about it. I think that's my spiel. If you want to join though, we do close enrollment June 15th because we like to create these little yummy, juicy, intimate cohorts. We like do rolling enrollments so people can get to know each other and really build authentic, meaningful connections. So our next enrollment won't be till September. And I can't guarantee that it's going to stay at that price. I just don't know what's going to happen. So consider that my sales pitch done dusted, did it. But truly, I really believe in this. And other thing, ratings and reviews, keep them coming. We're going to pick our winner for Gemini season at the end of Gemini season. Um, I love hearing what you have to say about the podcast. I appreciate your kindness and compassion in your ratings. So rate this, review it, share it with a cosmic baddie who needs to know the 411 so you guys can not just survive, but thrive. And that brings me into what we're going to do today. So on this energy report, if this is your first time here, welcome, welcome. Yes, I'm always this weird mm, all over the place. We're going to talk about the general themes for the week. I'm going to give you your day-by-day emotional moon report. That's like your inner weather, emotional weather. Day by day, what do you need to know, thrive, feel good, tend to the inner world. And then I'm going to break down like, you know, what are the monster big events you need to know about? What is the, what are we getting the red Sharpie out and circling the calendar for? And what does it mean for you? More importantly, how do you work with this energy in real talk? I am a New Yorker. I like to break things down into real talk, action steps, digestible doses. But before we do all that, We look back to look forward. A lot of astrology is about history, looking back, understanding what were the patterns in the sky? How did they translate down here for us earth human suit, meat suit wearing uh, humans? So looking at last week, this is the segment. If I had a little jingle, I would play it now. And that's if astrology isn't real, then why? And some things I got so many DMs from you all. I'm trying to sort through them, but like truly obsessed keep them coming. All of you, I love my astro detectives looking for cosmic clues, checking out all the stuff that lines up with these energy reports you hear. Like you hear me talking about something like expect this to happen. And then you'll send me a screenshot of like, oh my God, this is so what you were talking about happening in the news. So if astrology isn't real, then why did we have 
so many things being revealed this week. We know we're in eclipse season and Mercury retrograde. Eclipses reveal secrets. Eclipses unearth things. And Mercury retrograde has us finding information that we needed to return to or that we missed the first time. And there were so many examples of this. I mean, Fauci's emails were very Mercury retrograde eclipse energy, like those getting unearthed. Those being opened by the Freedom Information Act. We also saw that the COVID may have been created in a Wuhan lab. Theory has resurfaced and now with a little bit of credibility by a cohort of scientists who have signed off on that and want to research it. And listen, if you don't believe in COVID or you don't wear a mask, please just don't do that. We are very like anti-QAnon here. But what I will say is that, you know, part of me, my Gemini North Node, I question everything. And there's always more to a story than we know. So it's like, yes, COVID is real. Yes, very important to wear masks and protect ourselves. Like, yes, I don't think it was created by like 5G. I don't think it was, you know, some of the conspiracy theories out there. I'm like, "Mm," you know, listen, first of all, if it's a conspiracy theory, probably chances are we're not going to really know a lot about it on the masses. Second of all, a lot of the conspiracy theory stuff out there, it's like the truth of the conspiracy is right in front of our face. It's not super sexy. It's just a lot of greed from billionaires and corporations that control, you know, people in power. But the COVID being created in a Wuhan lab, you know, that's that came out. And I was like, even when I heard that originally, like last winter, I was like, mm, that, that could make sense. You know, it just feels weird. Like that theory. I'm like, why now? Why that? So again, eclipse retrograde. I don't know. I don't have the answers. I'm just here staying curious, but interesting the time of the reveal. And then something that was truly, truly, truly heartbreaking, but you know, we I do want to talk about is the children in Canada you know, the 215 beautiful souls and the remains of children that was found at a mass grave in a residential school in British Columbia. It was so, so sad, never documented. These children were not documented. They were not mourned. The school's administrations has no history, no record of this. It's mind blowing to me. And they were, you know, these children were under the care, supposedly, quote unquote, of school staff, churches, federal government, and, you know, this is just part of the affirming story of how much harm colonizers, we Western, you know, the U.S. and Canada have done to indigenous peoples. We also found out that people were forcibly putting IUDs in native kids, which is fucking horrific. And this is kind of what eclipses and Mercury retrogrades do with big pieces of information. It's like, we can't even deny this anymore. You know, you can't look someone in the face and deny the horrors that we have put onto indigenous peoples. And this is, you know, the mistreatment, the degradation, the abuse, the the murder of these children. It's just, it broke my heart in half, truly. But it's all part of, I think that name of the report that like started to kind of start tracking this is ironic. It was called the Truth and Reconciliation Report. And I thought that was very, you know, eclipse, Mercury retrograde, very North No Gemini. Like we are trying to dig deeper into the truths. And that's going to be a big part of like this eclipse, this truth telling, and a big part of our next, honestly, through 2024, it's going to be unfortunately more hard to swallow truths. 
more really uncomfortable, painful realizations and confrontations of our history. But now, you know, us, whoever's alive now to deal with this, it's like, okay, are we ready to A, do something different about it? Are we ready to change the story narrative and kind of take ownership, even if we didn't do that, that somehow we've been complicit in it or benefited from it, especially, you know, as someone like myself, a white person, it's like, mm. and also the biggest thing that has been coming up a lot lately is like, are you willing to do something about it and not just complain about it? Being part of the proactive change, okay? Anne Ortley does an amazing podcast, and she talked about in her weekly podcast some interesting transits happening with the asteroid Niobe. So I, I'm, I'm not an expert on Niobe, but if you wanted to listen to her speak about that, it's on Anne Ortley's podcast. Okay, she's a very well-respected OG astrologer that I love. So some other things. On a lighter note, shifting gears to the things that you all sent me. If astrology isn't real, we talked about this on Instagram, then why Mercury Retrograde? you know, J-Lo and Benifer. Benifer happened again, J-Lo and Ben Affleck. But then also Mercury is retrograde in Gemini, the sign that does things twice. So a lot of our retrograde medicine is experiencing something two times over. So of course, Diddy had to enter the chat and post a TBT of him and J-Lo that was like, oh, Diddy is here. Diddy has things to say. I love that double energy. I thought that was so funny. Also, another Mercury retrograde thing that someone tagged me in was like Meek Mill, I guess, tweeted out an Amazon purchase of a sex toy they purchased. And honestly, I'm all about sex positivity. Love it. Love to see it. Love to hear it. But it was funny because the next tweet immediately after was like, how do you un, (laughs) how do you unhook your Twitter from your Amazon account, please help. It's urgent. And I just like thought that was some really funny retrograde fodder, hopefully harmless. I thought it was super funny. And then also someone in my DMs, um, one of you, or actually two of you pointed out that the hundredth anniversary of the Tulsa massacre on the day of that Mercury retrograde. And on that day, you know, the residents, the descendants of the survivors took it to the streets to demand action, to demand reparations. If you don't know about the Tulsa massacre, of course, we were never taught about it in school. Research it, read about it. If you want to understand it through a storytelling entertainment lens, watch season one of The Watchmen that's on HBO Max. You conveniently, this is left out of our history textbooks. How odd, how strange, quote unquote. But the hundred year anniversary of that happening on Mercury Retrograde, a few of you pointed out, and I thought that was very beautiful. Okay. So we're looking at that. So many things happen. So many other like bullshit things. Also, if astrology isn't real, then why are basically everyone, we've just confirmed that aliens are real and it's like super casual. If you listen to my 2021 webinar, we talked a lot about aliens. We're going to be big on um, the consciousness this year, probably confirmation of aliens, UFOs as part of like Saturn and Jupiter and Aquarius. And of course, like <laughs> news has been just coming out about that in what I think is such a casual way. There's this like funny reel of Obama just being like, aliens, I know some things, but I can't tell you some things. And then, um, you know, just report a report after about aliens coming out. So these are all things that are very in line with the astrology. Just it's fun to look back, but it also helps you in your astrology studies be like reading about that transit in black and white on paper. This is what it means now in real life, in motion. Okay. 
That's what astrology is. It's the study of the poetry of the cosmos in motion. So let's get into your moon report. Who wants to talk about the moon? And then I'm going to run down the big thing for this week, which is the ring of fire solar eclipse in Gemini. But first, who wants to talk about the moon? Me, always. This is your emotional weather report. This is just for you to understand your inner world. The moon changes every two and a half days. So by understanding this, you can begin to really understand your inner world and how we how we shift, how we how we change. So at the time that this drops on Friday, we're gonna have the moons in Aries, June 4th and June 5th. I'm warning you, watch out these days, okay? We are going to be feeling hotty tati, ready to not party, ready to light someone up or lose our shit, okay? Between the eclipse energy, between Mars is opposite Pluto, between retrograde, emotions are high, we are feeling on edge. And when the moon is in Aries, in general, I would say normally moon in Aries is good for feeling, you know, acting on your uh, impulses, taking initiative, but this might bring us into a punchy, edgy place where it's almost like we're looking for a fight. So we're going to use this warrior moon energy. We're going to breathe through our shorter tempers and we're going to use that time to maybe let out some steam physically, do some cardio, do some like punch a pillow, but you know, really take responsibility and accountability over your emotions those days. Okay. Deep breaths. Let, let some steam out the valve. Then June 6th and June 7th, we have the moon is in Taurus. Now, the moon in Taurus luckily comes after Aries to ground us, to help us feel more in our bodies, more centered. And the moon in Taurus, I want you to think about get into your body somehow, okay? This is a way to also think about what do you value? How do you slow down? How do you let yourself value yourself and rest and receive pleasure? Drop in, tap into that security it's also a lover, loving time. So if you want to make a little sexy time, so your self-pleasure practice, think about like yummy pleasure, peace, serenity, security, comfort, be sensual, drop down in for those days, okay? You might not feel super motivated those days and you might be feeling like a come down from the moon in Aries. And this is your last moon, June 6th and 7th, before we head into eclipse energy, solar eclipse. So I want you to ground down. I want you to recharge. I want you to fill your cup those days. And then we have June 8th. The moon moves into Gemini in the afternoon around 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The moon stays in Gemini through the 9th and the 10th. And then June 10th at 6.52 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, we have new moon exact. That's our solar eclipse, our ring of fire, solar eclipse goes down in that moment. And now I will say solar eclipses are less emotional than full moons. Okay. So we can breathe as I have release the, um, of relief and release the lunar eclipse on May 26th was very emotional. This is more now about like feeling yourself pushed to a new beginning, to do something different, to rewrite the story, to flip the script, to shift the perspective in some way. Okay. So I'm going to get into that. Before I talk about the solar eclipse, I just want us to, you know, be reminded Mercury is retrograde. Okay. I was going to say your intuitive brain. It's a time to rely on your intuitive brain when Mercury is retrograde. And it's a time to pull back a little bit. And you also Mercury retrograde brings up things from our past. We might have like things we haven't thought of in a while pop up. People come out of nowhere, exes, old friends, things from our childhood. 
On top of that, we have Venus and Mars in Cancer are like planets of how we act and take initiative and go after things and our planet of how we receive and, you know, find worthiness and tap into self-love and beauty are both in Cancer, which is super nostalgic, super like wanting to nurture ourself vibes, but it can also bring a lot of emotions and, and rapid changes in emotions, okay? So I want us just to slow down, noticing where we're rushing to judgment, rushing to assumptions. I just want us to slow down, assess the situations. I want us to look at other options. And really when Venus and Mars is in Cancer, try to not be passive aggressive and really try to not take things personally. Venus and Mars in Cancer, is just as a time to, to, to nurture yourself, okay? And check in with family and, and take good care of your home, okay? It's like inner, inner world stuff. So let's talk about what exactly is a solar eclipse. WTF is a solar eclipse. What does it mean for us? What's happening? Are we scared? Are we not? You know the answer? No, we're not scared. I love eclipse portals, but we have to respect them and honor them, right? Um, we talk about we then tend to put our ritual magic, our manifestation work, charging of crystals and moon waters, that kind of thing. We just put it to the side during the eclipse portal. So May 26th to June 10th, especially not out of fear, not out of thinking that the moon, there's never bad moon energy. It's just about respect. It's like, you know, there's a storm being created up in the cosmos right now that's affecting change, transformation, eclipses happen when this, you know, new moon, full moon is within 15 degrees of the nodes of fate. So it's like fated, F-A-T-E-D events are happening. And so I think it's the best to just step off and surrender and let it do its thing. Like I think about even like I was at the beach this weekend in Montauk and, you know, storms come and go and there's a natural order to them. Like they pull off dead branches, right? Like there was this nor'easter this weekend and there's all these dead branches and there were just things, it was, like, it was like a cleansing that happened and you kind of saw like things come back to life and be really healthy. But of course there was like some destruction and some things that I wouldn't want to be in the middle of the storm trying to hold that tree branch to the tree, right? It's like, let it go. It's ready. It's ready to be released. And also storms come to restore things. Usually the beaches in the summer, um, we get like one or two or big storms that like the sand gets all redistributed. And it's always like perfectly in time for summer. And my husband jokes like, wow, the beaches are back to like feeling full of sand, whereas the winter they can be rockier or having more debris on them. So there's like this natural order to nature. I was really observing this weekend. And that's what eclipses are. And a lot of you might have been noticing nature actually responds a lot to eclipses. So if you have small pets, you might be noticing they might be acting different, odd, bizarre. You know, you could see a lot of like weird freak accidents with wildlife this time of year. So eclipses are real. Nature knows, animals know. I just respect it. I just like to let it do its thing without my human intervention. As humans, we're so funny. We want to control everything. We want to be involved in everything. We think that if we don't manifest for one moon, that something bad's going to happen. That to me is very egoic. And definitely with the Venus and Mars and Cancer, a big thing we're asked is, is the need to control, releasing the need to control. Okay. So thinking about all of that. So a solar eclipse always happens on a new moon. During a solar eclipse, the moon is directly sandwiched between the earth and the sun. 
solar eclipse, like a lunar eclipse is a full moon kind of on steroids. A solar eclipse is like a new moon on steroids. In ancient times, they said the eclipses really created confusion because it's like eclipses kind of disconnect us from reality and they create sort of a portal energy. If you think about it, like when something goes between the earth and the sun, it affects earth is where we live. Sun is all of our life force. So it, it, it switches things up. But I like using them as like a jumpstart and a turbo boost. I kind of say that like entering eclipse portals, I feel like I'm going on vacation. Like I just try and get so much done before the eclipse portal. And then I just like release and just like, okay, like whatever the eclipse wants to do, move, groove. My job is just to like take really good care of myself and surrender, trust the process and see where are the nudges. You know, what are the nudges I'm getting? What are the signs, symbols, synchronicities that are nudging me towards this new beginning? And that's what's going to start to happen to you this week, especially on June 10th and, and the days after. Okay. It's also called a ring of fire eclipse. I should say this is the first solar eclipse of 2021. It's called a ring of fire because of the way the moon is partially blocking the sun. It's like the moon passes directly in front of the sun, but it's not close enough to completely block the sun. Like some of those eclipses that we've experienced in the past. So we can see a thin ring of the sun's disk. And that's how we get the name ring of fire. So it's not a total eclipse. It's an annular eclipse. And what we're going to be feeling during this time, we're going to be connecting back. Eclipses tell stories that are long, that are unfolding. So we're looking back to things that came up in November 2019. We're looking at things that came up last year, August 2020, and this year, December 2020. And like I said, the full moon lunar eclipse is more emotional. The solar eclipse is less so. And it's in 19 degrees of Gemini. So if you have 19 degrees of Gemini anywhere, you know, something significant happening in your chart there, a planet, an angle, you know, your ascendant or your midheaven, you're going to feel this even more significantly. You're going to feel this very personally. Mercury's retrograding. We're going to be feeling, feeling a lot of shifts and things coming up from the past and really it's in Gemini, the sign of the mystical messenger, the writer, the communicator, you know, the cosmic communicator. It's like, and Gemini likes change. Gemini is all about like, you know, duality and non-duality, looking at two different sides of the story, but also knowing that there's a million stories in between that very dynamic on lots of movement. It feels to me like this solar eclipse, we're going to be feeling that collective, like, you got mail from the universe, like that old noise from AOL Instant Messenger or AOL days, if anybody is like old enough to remember that. Because Gemini is bringing us messages, bringing us new information. Something is incoming now to help guide you to a new path, okay? And the days and weeks after the eclipse may bring epiphanies, eureka, aha moments, light bulb moments. Something is being illuminated, okay? Something that's going to try to connect you back to your highest truth, your most authentic self. This eclipse is bringing in like a missing puzzle piece, okay? That maybe you've been looking for for months, maybe even a year or two. Okay, so it's less triggering the solar eclipse, think God, think the goddess, than the full moon, but they can bring about shifts or pivots that can be so fast, they can give you cosmic whiplash, okay? It's like new doors opening, new air being blown in through there, something new is starting. It really behooves all of us, behooves, oh my god, I haven't used that word in so long, 
to be extra inquisitive, to be extra curious, to be maybe intellectually daring, to think of a new way of being, and to really try to see things from a new perspective. And really this month, we're going to be asked like, what is the story that you are just effing done with in your life? How can you shift past that? Leave it, let the eclipse take it out to see, be done with it. How can you shift into a more expansive growth, fluid, elastic, bouncy, abundant mindset thinking? How can you cultivate this mindset? Watch out for like the stories that are draining you, the mental gymnastics, the worrying, the wringing of hands, the anxiety, the also like need to be right about something that's maybe distracting you from what's really happening or what's important. Okay. And yes, I'm just warning you, eclipses bring changes. So you may notice changes in your lifestyle, your job, your daily routines, how you dress within your family, within your day-to-day, within your needs and desires. And just, I want us to remember change is good. It can feel weird because it's ungrounding. And I find that most of us are creatures of habit and comfort, but I want you to just think about staying very, very flexible. Back to my storm analogy, eclipses are storms. They are And I want you to be what my fifth grade teacher, Mrs. Gandhi, used to say, you know, in the storm, when things get crazy, I want you to be like a palm tree, not an oak tree. So I want you to think about that this week. The oak tree bends and snaps at the first sign of pressure or wind or in these like storms of change. And then the palm tree can kind of like move side to side. So I want you to think about being flexible in your mind, body, spirit, heart. And you may be feeling the pull between two worlds, two truths. This is very Gemini. Maybe you feel the pull between like your work and life. Maybe you feel the pull between independence and interdependence, between security and adventure, between the old and the new. Look out for just being too controlling, too rigid, back to that human ego thing, too much trying to control the outcome of everything. See where you can loosen your grip. See where you can create space for even a better potential, a better possibility than you can even imagine now. Okay. And Gemini is also the sign of doing things twice. So with a new moon, solar eclipse in Gemini with Mercury retrograded in Gemini, you might notice you have a a do-over. You have to do something over that you did in the past few months. This whole Eclipse is making a trine to Saturn and Aquarius. It's just asking you to relook at your structures, look at where you need to maybe get more disciplined, where you need to reestablish your priorities, okay? Establishing boundaries, creating clear action steps to your process, um, taking accountability, not just complaining about things that you want to be different, but actually taking inspired action to make them different, okay? So you're being asked now to explore those other options. Like I said, rewrite that story you know, reflect on your dreams to reassess where you're going. Is it in line with you? Does this feel good? Are you ready to release an old story? Are you ready to make space for a more fulfilled life? Change is not always comfortable, but I promise you it is healthy. You are here to change and evolve. And that involves ditching the familiar. Okay. Stay grounded in your personal truth. Be open to everything else. Be curious. And we're making room in our head and our heart for new ways of being, all right? So I hope this helps you. I hope this serves you in some way. I'm actually going to be releasing a longer podcast on Monday that's just going to be about rewriting your stories, all right? So this is it. It's like you're seeing things through a new lens this week and notice what might be blocking that lens. You know, is it dirty? Is it smudged? 
judged? Are you seeing the world through an outdated perspective or through some sort of subconscious belief that you're projecting out into the world? Okay. This is it. This is it. This is why we're here to do this work, to be a cosmic change maker, to be a rule breaker, to live in your highest truth, work your magic, be a positive change in the world. And these eclipses are like here to help us do that. They're here to help us do that in a bigger and faster way. Okay. So buckle up buttercups. You got this. Remember who the F you are, who you came here to be. As always, come find me. If you have something to say, if you notice something about astrology, definitely being real that happens in the news. If you have something personal going on, if you're having crazy dreams, Mercury retrograde X is coming out, you know, I love to hear it. I'm here for all of it. Spill the tea with me. You can find me on my personal Instagram at I am Maddie Murphy. That's M-A-D-I-M-U-R-P-H-Y or at the Cosmic Rx. And until then, stay grounded, stay in your truth, stay cosmic, go slay this week ahead. Bye, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you want to know more about Cosmic Rx, head on over to thecosmicrx.com. And if you really love this show, I'd love it if you left a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. I super love hearing from you and reading your reviews. All right, you cosmic baddie, tune in next week. And until then, remember, love yourself fully, work your magic, and take no shit.